What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, this is Megan and Stacy. Welcome to a special What We're Cooking and Eating Now episode. You said that in your special voice. <laughs> a special episode. Okay, you guys, you know that typically <laughs> we bring you six recipes that we have made for our families. But since this episode is going to air on American Thanksgiving, today's What We Are Cooking and Eating Now is going to be about Thanksgiving leftovers. Yes, I kind of love leftovers. I think sometimes it's better slash more fun than the actual meal. But we'll get into that. We'll each share what we're doing for Thanksgiving and what we hope to do with our leftovers so that there will still be recipe links for y'all in our community. If you haven't signed up for our free community, head to com backslash community to do that now. And can I say something else that people should do? Yes. They should check out our Make Ahead Holiday Handbook. I know it's Thanksgiving. You just got through one holiday. That's fine. Take a breather. If you haven't already purchased it, though, we do want you to know that, like, it doesn't end now. Take the breather. Take your time. But, like, next week, if you want to start thinking about holiday cookies or just, like, festive foods to kind of make along the way, if you're thinking ahead to another holiday meal, maybe you celebrate Christmas, maybe it's New Year's, our Make Ahead Holiday Handbook still will cover you all the way through to the new year. So that's still a resource that's available to you guys. You know, whether you want to look into it today or during the long weekend when you have off, a little, maybe the, hey, Megan, should we do a little like Black Friday sale on it? No. Yes. (laughs) No? We're going to, I think, mm, spoiler, I think there's going to be a community sale on Black Friday. So people who want to join the supporting community can save money. And there is currently a coupon code in the free community. There is. If you haven't joined already, which that's where everything cool happens. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Anyway, so that's the deal with that, because you're going to hear us talking about it. You're going to hear the promo for it. If you follow us on social, we're still going to be talking about it. And that's the deal. But today, let's get into it. Let's talk about Thanksgiving leftovers. And full disclosure, we are recording this in advance because the Didn't I Just Feed You offices are closed for a few days. So we're kind of looking ahead to all of this. And Megan, I want to know, like, what's the plan for Thanksgiving this year? Oh, my gosh. I kind of wish this episode was behind the paywall. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm just joking. Um, Okay. So 
usually with Brian, Brian has a large amount of his family that is in Atlanta. His sister, his brother, their families, they are there, kind of sort of like in the area where we used to live. And typically we try to trade off, like if we host Thanksgiving here in Chattanooga and they all come up for that, then we do Christmas in Atlanta. And last year, last year, what did we do? We went to we went to my sister-in-law's lake house for Thanksgiving. Oh, so yeah, everybody, I remember that. everybody was like trans doing transportation. And then we did Christmas here. My mom and stepdad are coming for Christmas this year. Nice. So, yes, I know. I'm very excited about it. So we're going down to Atlanta and my sister-in-law, Kelly, is hosting us. But a funny thing transpired in the like texting back and forth about who's hosting because in the past, whoever hosts is like in charge of the main things and whoever visits just like contributes a side or like a dessert. And Kelly, she's like, I only have one oven, so can we fry a turkey? And Brian went down there to shoot some photos for her team, her real estate team, before Thanksgiving and, like, agreed to it. So I will be traveling. he agreed to you frying (laughs) the turkey. Yes. I see. Yes. So I will be traveling down to Atlanta to fry a turkey. And I also volunteered to do mashed potatoes and gravy, which is like easy peasy. And then we have like a shared notes app of what everyone is cooking and bringing. Now I'm trying to remember like all of it. We're doing stuffing, sweet potato casserole, green beans, rolls, mac and cheese, dressing, which is sort of like stuffing, but it usually has turkey giblets in it and gravy. And then there will be apple pie, pumpkin pie and a chocolate pie. I'm thinking that all three of those pies will be store-bought, just FYI. What about you? What's your Thanksgiving plan? It's pretty mellow this year. So there's a little bit of a question mark. Mike's dad was going to come. And Mike and his dad have a very sweet relationship. And uh, to be quite frank, Mike's dad is quite old. He was an older father. And... Just their time together feels extremely precious to both of them. So we tend to keep things smaller when Mike's dad is involved. Like also, especially since COVID, because he's still like he's uh, survived two bouts of cancer. Like he's just he's vaccinated. He's like not nervous. Like he goes out in the world. But being around kids who have been in school and big crowds and all of that, it's like I don't know. We're still just kind of cautious about it for him. And we just like to make sure that Mike and his dad have a lot of concentrated QT. So we tend to not invite a lot of other family because it just gets too hectic and overwhelming for both of them. So it's Mike's dad and Mike's stepmom, except now I don't know. They're saying they're not sure they're going to be up to it, to be honest. So that's kind of up in the air. And then in the meantime, my best friend in the whole world, who the kids haven't seen in over a year, uh, who lives in Los Angeles, is coming in to see us. So she'll be spending the whole week. She's coming like for uh, a full week, which I couldn't be more excited about. So she'll be with us, too. She's staying at our house in Brooklyn, despite the craziness here. And then she's coming up to the country with us. But we actually just had a conversation about it. And if Mike's dad decides not to join us, oh, I wish this was behind a paywall, too. (laughs) See, when you're like talking about family, it gets tricky. 
I think we're going to just keep it us because yeah. Mike and I have not seen each other legitimately in weeks and weeks. And the construction is being delayed. I don't think that we're going to be able to bring Ziggy back to the house until the middle of December, at which point Mike and I will have been living apart for, I don't like two and a half months. Three months, I feel like. It it was like October, like the second week of October. But you were traveling and then he was traveling before that even. That's true. At least we were together, man. Yeah. Like the you know, at least there were days like we have legit not we one day during a swap day where I was going up to the country to take care of Ziggy and he was coming into the city for work stuff and to take care of the boys. We met at a gas station. Oh, yes. Because we like <laughs> timed it so that we could literally just see each other. Yeah. Like and touch each other and give each other a hug. Like that's it. So we kind of just said Let's see. Let's give your dad as much time as possible and not put the pressure of like us needing to make alternative plans. And if he bails, I think it's just going to be the five of us, us plus Sarah. We're really close with Sarah. Like we've traveled with her. Her kids are, I mean, my kids are like her godchildren. It's not really a word that we use, but that. Yes. You know, she's family Uh, by proxy. And the fact that she's coming to stay at your house, like, while it's under renovation is like, that's exactly that shows what kind of friend she is. Yes, totally. (laughs) So, like, Mike was like, it just sounds nice to be a family. (laughs) We haven't been a family in a while. Oliver hasn't seen Ziggy in all of that time, too. And he's, like, really sad about it. So I think it might just be us. And then here's the kicker about the food. I bought this big ass fresh turkey that has to be picked up. And Mike's dad's a big eater and loves yes. meat. My kids don't like turkey. Right. Mike and I are like, fine, whatever. Sarah's a vegetarian. So if it really is just the five of us, there is a massive turkey and only me and Mike will eat it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm actually thinking that I might pivot, make Mike get a chest freezer finally, because it's on our list. Okay. Put the fresh turkey in the freezer for, like, Christmas when there's going to be a lot of people around. And then, like, just screw it. I don't know. Like, maybe roast a chicken or something. I don't know. And do big sides. So, well, you were chatting with our producer, Samantha, this week, and she was like, it's just her and her partner. What should they cook? And she was like, maybe I'm just going to roast two chickens. Yeah. And then on Slack, she was like, what if I do duck breast? I think it's so nice when you have a small crew. To do something that's like a little luxurious, like yeah. a beef tenderloin or some steaks or something. So I love the idea of just doing chickens. Yeah. So we'll, I have no idea. I've never done ham and the boys are really love the idea of ham. Okay. So like they were like, can you do ham now? I was like, sure. I mean, there's no rules except that we really love doing a beef tenderloin on Christmas. Right. So you'll save that for then. I'll save that. I guess I could be flexible and do that now, but I think everybody likes it. And I'm going to have sister, my sister and nieces yes. and nephews and my stepmother and no, mother. No, I and... think that tracks. Wait, so then the turkey wouldn't be yeah, for Christmas if, if you freeze well, it. Well, turkey, I'm going to have a lot of people. Like, we're going to have people sleeping on couches yeah. and stuff over Christmas. So it could be one. It could be one of one of the bigger Christmas totally. meals. I and think it, that what I would do is, like, I would, I might even, I've never broken down a turkey Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I might break it down and like maybe like roast the breast and braise the legs and do gumbo. The boys love gumbo is a tradition with my sister Mm -hmm. because she lives in New Orleans 
for Christmas and like to have it on hand for like the days afterwards and New Year's. Brilliant. Yeah. So I don't know. Can we put that on the list? You have a gumbo recipe that you love. No, because I just follow Uncle Patrick's. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't. Can we I get Uncle, can, Uncle, Uncle Patrick? We can. There, there has been a divorce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he made, we were just in New Orleans and Uncle Patrick did make a special batch of gumbo for Isaac. And when there was like a kid swap, when he brought my niece and nephew back to our house so that they could spend a day with us, he had like a container of gumbo for Aww. Isaac. Yeah, it was That's very cute. very sweet. Yeah. Can we go on the tiniest side quest re-gumbo? Yeah. Okay. I don't really, I, I think, I feel kind of like neutral on gumbo. But as you know, I do not like potato salad. And sometimes gumbo oh, is served with, with potato, potato salad. salad. I cannot get down with that. So we went to, when I was in New Orleans with Patty for my birthday trip slash our like postponed COVID trip. Uh, we went to Mosquito Supper Club and mm-hmm. Patty was like, I'm so looking forward to the gumbo. Like they really, they'd make a variation on gumbo like every season and they're sort of like famous for it. And a freaking course, they it served it with a potato salad on And you the couldn't side. deal? I ate it because it was you like did. the kind of like Mosquito Supper Club is like in a little house and like. Yeah. It's very intimate. You're like in the garden. Was it we were like it? in the garden. It was very good. And honestly, like putting potato salad <laughs> in the gumbo made the <laughs> potato salad palatable to me. But I think that might like what made me think of it is like a mosquito supper club recipe. If we could find one for gumbo that you could use turkey and would be a great use of yeah. leftovers. Totally. And I said that we do it. It's a tradition over Christmas. And I meant it's a tradition in Thanksgiving because that's when we usually have the turkey. But yes, I really love Patrick's gumbo. So I can also text him and get, he probably doesn't, he's a great cook. But it's a very measured recipe. Yeah. Yeah. But I can, like, let's get one. Let's get one for the show notes. And then I'll coordinate with Patrick and develop a recipe for us for gumbo. Oh my gosh. I'm very excited. I was just thinking today, again, not to take us too far off, that we do like Hop and John, Black Eyed Peas, Collard Greens, Rice, and Cornbread every year for New Year's. Yeah. And I've never put down a recipe or shared it, but I think that we might need to do that for our community. I think that would be great. I would love that too. Yes. Because on my list is we always have a ham because Brian's dad doesn't like turkey but loves ham for Thanksgiving. And I try to steal the ham bone every year and save it for making beans and collard greens for New Year's. So smart. Um, Can we just say one more thing about gumbo? Because you went to New Orleans right before me, and you were like, oh, Margie's Grill, I think you'll love this place. Which, by the way, they announced that they're closing. I know. Like the day before you went, they did it. I know. There are rumors, apparently. My sister her New Orleans insider and give it to us. She is that they're actually going to be reopening yes, or like reconceptualizing reopening. Different. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, but they had a curried chicken and collards gumbo on the menu. Mm. That sounded so good, but we had ordered so much food and we had Isaac, Ellen and me, and then her three kids. The Little one was asleep on her lap. And then Gabby is, you know, like eight or something and was like not down with the idea of same with Patrick. I don't know. Nobody wanted it but me. Especially if their dad makes 
really good gumbo. Like yeah, they're like doing growing up in different. New Orleans. Yeah, they were like, they're that's like, weird. We don't, we don't not want into that. it. It sounded so freaking good though. Yeah, it does sound good. So now we need to source a couple of gumbo recipes. Yeah, I got, uh, Patty, my BFF, who's been a guest on the show, she's like, I make gumbo all the time as like a weeknight meal. She's like, really? I batch. She's like, I batch roux. And I put it in the freezer, and then when I need to make it, like, I'll make it on, like, a Sunday night. And she's like, we do chicken thighs. Sometimes we do andouille sausage. She's like, it's the one one of the few, like, soupy things that her whole family loves. And I was shocked to learn this. Does she batch root? I'm imagining her freezing it the way you freeze, like, vegetable cream cheese that you make homemade. We have a recipe yes. for that, right? Where you make the roux, and then you put it in a bag, and then you kind of flatten it, and maybe, like, you know, I on don't the know. Or perforate. if she does, like, a super cube, like, the little two-tablespoon oh, okay. style thing. On this tip, because I have made gumbo before, or have been around when Patrick's making gumbo, we've also used leftover turkey to just make, like, a general... Cajun style, like Creole sausage, leftover turkey meat and rice dish, you know, like jambalaya style. I love that so much. I think if you make nothing else with leftovers, like making a big batch of turkey broth, like with all those roasty, toasty flavors. And because it's like a bigger bird, there's a little more collagen in it. And then it like gets you through December into January, too, if you like make a big batch and then freeze it. So I love the idea of like taking the other bits of making something soup-like or casserole-like with it. Stacy, I don't know about you, but I've been in a major spring cleaning mode, including purging and organizing my closet. I'm putting away winter sweaters and donating things that don't work for me anymore. But I'm so excited to be pulling out some of my favorite items from Quince to put back into rotation. Totally. I love the pieces that I bought from Quince last year, too. And neither of us should really be surprised. We love Quince for their quality. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Which means I can actually add some pieces back to my closet after my spring clear out. I love the linen pants and top I got last season so much, but my next purchase is one of Quince's gorgeous 100% washable silk skirts. Oh, that's so pretty. And the best part, all Quince items from silk to 14 karat gold are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. That's why I snagged my favorite oversized cashmere boyfriend cardigan from Quince instead of any other brand. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash D-I-J-F-Y for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you, to get free shipping and 365-day returns. We know you're seeing all the Mother's Day gift guides everywhere. And while we usually do some Didn't I Just Feed You version, this year we have the one perfect Mother's Day gift that works for everyone even our last-minute shoppers, mylifeinabook.com. Mylifeinabook.com is a unique service that turns the life stories of people you love into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your gift recipient a question via email. These can be pre-written questions that they provide, or you can customize the questions the way that I did for my mom. Your recipient can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. 
mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. I'm really excited to be creating a book with my own mom this year, and I can't wait to hear some of her childhood memories, what it was really like raising three kids as a single mother, and how she's enjoyed becoming a grandmother, too. And when the book is done, you'll have a beautiful keepsake for her and for you, too. You can even choose to have an audiobook created from the recordings. It's easy to sign up, and the process is automated so you don't have to worry about missing a week. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code D-I-J-F-Y at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code D-I-J-F-Y for 10% off today. This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with Byheart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is Byheart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. Additional terms and conditions apply. I really feel like using turkey in other flavorful dishes, like adding it to something like gumbo, like rice and beans or whatever, because turkey starts to taste funny to me, plain. Funny, like gamey funny? I think gamey is what I mean, but I don't really mind gamey. But yeah, like it's turkiness intensifies in a way that's not always my favorite. I don't disagree. You know, the idea of like, oh, a leftover turkey sandwich with all the things. I want one. Yeah. I don't want to eat turkey sandwiches for like four days. And I don't even necessarily want like a bunch of a bunch of leftovers on it. Like I know there are people who like they put gravy on it. Like I want roast turkey, a little bit of cranberry sauce, sharp cheddar cheese, some of our leftover Brussels sprout slaw, which is a recipe in our Make Ahead Holiday Handbook and something we make every year. And like, that's it. Like, I don't want a bunch of yeah. other leftovers on it at I'm all. I'm exactly with you. The one variation on the sandwich is that I'll sometimes mix leftover cranberry sauce with grainy mustard mm. and make a cranberry yes. mustard. And then I'll put that on the sandwich. But that's just great to have around like through December. Like it just goes with a lot of things. Like if you make a sausage sheet pan meal or you put out like a cheese plate with snacking sausages, like a cranberry mustard is really nice. I love that. And that's like a use of a leftover. Like everyone's going to say, I have some turkey ideas. I'm sure you do too. But like everyone's going to be left with cranberry sauce and be like, Okay, what do I do with this as a leftover? Cranberry sauce is my freaking favorite to have as a leftover. And you, we uh, have in general our cranberry sauce recipe that we worked on together was based on 
like my mother's original recipe and then we tweaked it. It's so good. I can eat it by the spoonful. My kids are the same way. And you can add it to cocktails. Yes. You can make it, you can add it to mayo. You can, I don't know, like put it in the creamy with some vanilla ice cream and make cranberry like ice cream. It's so good. You can put it in smoothies. Fold it into muffin batter and have like cranberry muffins or make like cranberry streusel bars with a little bit of like our our sugar cookie dough on top on the bottom and then crumbled on the top. And that is so smart. I never thought of that. That sugar cookie dough you refer to is also in the Make It Handbook. Yes. Okay. So good. I want to make that right now. I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. Okay. Did you want to go back to Turkey? I do want to just shout out our, our not in the holiday handbook, but in our community where you can access our recipe archive. We have a chicken biscuit pot pie recipe. That is something I feed my family pretty regularly in the winter season. And it's like, I make biscuits from scratch, but you can use canned biscuits for it. And you just sub the turkey meat for the chicken and use some of your turkey broth that you've made. And it it because there's like you're making a gravy, there's some herbs in it, there's like peas and carrots. It just makes it feel like not Thanksgiving and is a cozy meal for later when you have turkey left over. I love that. I also think that turkey can be good added to like a breakfast casserole or quiche. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you are entertaining, you have people like staying over You can just kind of cube it up. Use it the way you might chicken, spinach, cheddar, some leftover turkey, and maybe you have the pie dough already made or it's store-bought. It's a really nice thing to do as well. Yeah. That makes me think of um, our, we have a strata recipe, although that's, yeah, yeah, that's savory, right? I know there's a breakfast pudding or a, a bread pudding. But also like pot pies and hot dish, which is basically like you you're yeah. making a pot pie, sort of filling with any veggies you want. And then you put tater tots on the top, which just feels like fun and sort of revolutionary in its own way. What about the other like veggie sides? How do you typically use up if you have leftover mashed potatoes or green beans or Brussels sprouts? I mean, I love leftover mashed potatoes so much just as is. Yes. But I think mashed potatoes make a nice topping for or like sometimes I'll do the gumbo instead of (laughs) potato salad or (laughs) rice over mashed Mashed potatoes. potatoes, Yeah. But mashed potatoes makes a nice topping for like you could do a cottage pie. You could either do create a filling on your own or use leftover turkey and make a cottage pie and top it. You could even take chili and top it with mashed potatoes and then pop it in the oven and make a casserole. I just think it makes a really nice topping. What about you? We often use it to make like a KFC bowl. (laughs) I'm like embarrassed to say this out loud for some reason. So it's the base of like from frozen chicken nuggets thrown in the air fryer. Maybe some from frozen corn sauteed with a little butter. If there's leftover gravy, we put that on top and like some cheese. So it feels like a fast food dish, but like we're using it. And you could do that with anything. You could get like barbecue chicken or like toss your leftover tur- shredded turkey and some barbecue sauce and do like kind of a barbecue bowl on top of the mashed potatoes. I was thinking about like also sausage, peppers and onions on top of mashed potatoes, like you do those sheet pan style. So really totally. just as a base for leftovers. And then I feel like we can't leave talking about mashed potatoes without talking about 
potato pancakes or veggie pancakes, which we do sure. do a lot. And now I'm I'm like, do we have a recipe? We've talked about veggie pancakes many times on Didn't I Just Feed You? I don't know. It's a great question. I don't think we do. We should, though. We should figure Maybe that out. Maybe we do. I also... <laughs> I like the idea of, I've never done it, I've just seen it, but I'm going to tell you that every year I say I'm going to do it, of getting egg roll wrappers. Mm. And now that I have an air fryer, I feel like it'll be easier. And stuffing them with mashed potatoes. And then also stuffing in turkey, if that's what I have, or even mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce. Mm -hmm. Or even mashed potatoes and cranberry mustard. And then rolling them up and putting them in the air fryer. I feel like that would be really yummy. (laughs) And I want to make it. Okay, can we? I'm like, I want to challenge you, but also I know how busy this time of year is. That's a brilliant idea, whether you actually right? do it or not. Yeah. And then another thing, although I've, I like, don't know logistically how this would work the idea of potato skins, you wouldn't have the skins ready to go. So you might need to like start from scratch again in some ways. But it's such a fun football weekend mm-hmm. that like potato skins really appeal to me. Yeah, what could what else could you stuff with mashed potatoes and cheese that's not I mean you could do those like little wontons, yeah. egg roll wrappers. You could get like little shells from the freezer section, like pastry shells. Mm-hmm. Or to- the like tortilla chip scoops. Oh yeah, that's fun. Yeah. That could be good. I like that. Croquettes are really fun, but I think they're a little work intensive. Say what you mean by that. Just like taking a like mashed potato, rolling it into a ball. You can put a cube of like cheese in the center if you want and then rolling it in egg wash and then breadcrumbs and then fry them. Okay. You could shallow fry them. Yes. Because sometimes when you say croquettes, I think of like almost a little patty. Oh, yeah. That yeah. too. But that's like our vegetable pancake, right? It is, right. So that's why I was asking like what you meant. Yeah, yes. Totally. Any other veggies that we should use up? Do you feel like you typically have green beans or Brussels sprouts left over? Uh, definitely anything salady because that's not my kids. Actually, they do like salad, so I don't know why I was saying that. But I do feel like I always have salad left over. I don't love, I don't love leftover salad. Yeah, it has to be hearty, like a slaw, which is why I like a Brussels sprouts slaw. And I feel like leftover slaw is good, just like as a topper of things. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you end up making turkey tacos as a leftover, great. Put it on top. If you end up making those wonton wrappers, great. Like put a little bit inside. It gives a little crunch, a little tang, a little earthiness from the veg. I always have leftover squash because that my kids don't like. Okay. And what do you do with that? It's usually just me and Mike and me and Mike like our vegetables. Yeah. Like we don't need to dress it it up, you know. But I think uh, squash is a really fun thing to put into enchiladas. I love the flavor of squash and pumpkin combined with like a red enchilada sauce. I think those are really nice complementary flavors. Don't dare me. What what we're cooking and eating now, listeners, will know. Did I continue to try to make enchiladas for Ella? Oh, my God. I was like, this is not it. I love that so much. And turkey is a great filler for enchiladas, too. And and like just getting different flavors in there. What about you? What vegetables do you tend to have leftover? I mean, we divvy up everything between everyone takes leftovers. So I don't often feel like overwhelmed with them. And I will just say, like, if I make potato pancakes or potato patties, I tend to throw the Brussels sprout slaw or green beans or whatever in it. Or like if I make like a turkey and rice 
soup, then I'll throw the veggies in there and like it's fine. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. Like, they get added to stuff. Yes. Like, I don't know that I do a leftovers dish around them. Oh, I can't believe we didn't mention turkey nachos because, yes. again, football. But turkey nachos is another way that's great for that sloth-type salad. Yeah. You know, it won't work with, like, a leafy green salad. But just, like, throwing that on top and in the mix is really great, too. So I do want to share that in our Make Ahead a Holiday Handbook, we have a whole guide to like food safety, how long you can make things ahead and keep things and reheat them. But I feel like whether you decide to buy it or not, the best advice we can give for reheating leftovers, especially if you're just going to eat them as themselves, like your squash, whatever, is to try to reheat them in the way that they were cooked. So if you like sauteed green beans, heating them up in a skillet with a little bit of butter is the best thing to do. Or if you made our make-ahead mashed potatoes and you reheated them in the oven, that's a great place to reheat them again in the future just to get the same texture and energy and all of that there. I want to go back to vegetables for one second because I just thought of something while you were talking, which is like a breakfast hash Mm. one of the days of the long weekend, you can even use mashed potatoes instead of diced potatoes. I know that's a little crazy and it's definitely a different consistency, but like heat them up, some butter. Then if you'd rather use diced potatoes, you can get them frozen if you don't want to do more like from scratch prep. And then throw in any extra veggies that you have. Like you can chop them up, throw them in, and then crack some eggs. And you can just have like a baked egg hash kind of thing. Okay, you're getting me kind of excited for leftovers, actually. Yeah. And we didn't talk about stuffing. Can we talk about stuffing for a minute? Yes. Because stuffing is the one thing. I'm not that girl who's like, Willy Waffle, you know, like (laughs) gimmicky (laughs) stuff, you know? But But I will tell you... Stuffing, leftover stuffing, dressing, put into a waffle iron, made into a waffle with some reheated gravy on top is my jam. Another great breakfast that you could also put your cranberry mustard on. Yes. And then like a fried egg on top. I would smash that. Yes. So good. Yes. Okay. So I have to say, I do not love stuffing the day of, but I love if you waffle it or pan fry it like so then it gets really crispy to me that texture is so much better than yeah on thanksgiving day oh i like it all it's all delicious bread (laughs) bread 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 all right listen we gotta let our dear listeners get back to their family time we hope they had a cozy holiday if you celebrated thanksgiving and that's that's it. That's all I got for that's you. That's it. You guys, <laughs> you can go to our community and get all the recipe links. If you haven't joined there, why? Why? Make us thankful this holiday season. Go to <laughs> dinijustfeedyou.com backslash community and join for free. When you go for free, you have access to all the recipes on the Din I Just Feed You site in our personal archive. And then there's always a link to a document where we keep a running list of every recipe we mention in what we are cooking and eating now episodes organized by date. So that's right right there. Like, that's it. Your meal planned for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yes. I mean, seriously. And then, of course, if you want bonus episodes, you want an ad-free stream, you want stuff like that, 
when you go to didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community, you can also look through the supporting community options as well. We'd love to have you there. Hey, and follow us on Instagram where we are at Didn't I Just Feed You. A huge thank you to our producer, Samantha Gatsik. Sam, we are so grateful for you. I'm so Megan. grateful. I'm Stacy. We are also grateful for you guys, all of our listeners. We love you. Stay sane and well-fed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.